Yo, what up, Darren? Welcome back, my friend. We're back. My brother, my lover, my uh, Your brother person lover. I talk to once a week. Your sometimes. brother lover. <laughs> I mean, you haven't heard about that yet, but I'll get into it later. Uh, <laughs> you know what? If you love my brother and he loves you and you take good care of him, that's fine with me. Well, uh, then good. Because cool. that's what's going on. Uh, that's why. That's why this little hiatus happened. Um, oh, that this is news to me. Yeah, this is all because I have been loving your brother. Um, That's why did we have to go on hiatus because of that? Because I just wanted to feel it out, you know. I just wanted to um, see what get into the psyche of your brother and learn more about him than anybody else knows. And to do that, I couldn't have a fucking weekly podcast mm. getting in the fucking way all the time. That's kind of interesting because I did spend a couple weeks in the same house as my brother. So you would have thought that it'd be easier to record the podcast in some ways well, during that time. <laughs> that's where you're wrong, buddy. Because we spend what we call quiet time, uh, oh. which basically entails uh, Watching neither- a quiet place. Watching A Quiet Place with Jay Krasinski uh, on Skype, not like in the room. With who? Jay Krasinski. Um, oh, okay. Okay. By the way, making a second one. Making A Quiet Place too. Yeah. Uh, a Quieter Place, I think. Uh, everybody's fucking super excited about this movie. Um, Everyone was excited for the first one, and I don't really know why I'm, other than it had Jim from The Office in it. Well, he wrote it, I guess, with his friend. But, and he directed it. Um, I, I don't think he wrote it. I think he, like, punched it up. Oh, so I there's think, a difference between writing something and punching it up? Yeah, when you read a, f- a full draft of a script and then you do a rewrite of it, that's different than writing it. You're still... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Snickles. My name's Darren Hoon. My name is Jake Smith. Uh, We're about to take you on the inside. I want you to know we haven't been recording, but we still remember where we came from. Uh, Darren and I are still just as humble and as hungry as ever. We just uh, got, yeah, we got big and rich and we were just like, fuck this podcast. And then the riches yeah. stopped coming in and we were like, well, it's time to start recording again. Get back Darren on the and pony, I as Jake puts it. made a sizable investment in a uh, cryptocurrency and it was... It was riding up, and then all of a sudden, just like a roller coaster, uh, it turns out that Quiet Place coin uh, wasn't very sturdy. It's a new one found on Reddit. Uh, It was supposed to be the the new one. Jeff Bezos, we thought Jeff Bezos was endorsing it. Turns out uh, that was just an online account that was Jeff Bezos 69 um we thought it made sense because he looks 69 years old i mean he looks great for 69 but he looks like a great 69 you know yeah he looks really good for 69 but 
Turns out that was not Jeff Bezos. Um, yeah, and uh, actually, it turns out we uh, didn't invest in any cryptocurrency. We just sent a a, a sizable amount of cash to uh, to Equifax. Um, so we really want that hundred and twenty five dollars back. However, uh, I'm hearing today that Equifax is not going to send people their money anymore because oh, they screwed man. so many people over. Uh. I mean, it wasn't fraud, technically. Technically, it wasn't fraud. It was just false advertising, yes. as we like to say <laughs> on the show. Uh, as everyone knows, if you listen to the show, when you steal someone's money, it's not fraud. <laughs> it's just false advertising. <clears throat> Darren, how have you been? Uh, I've been good. Lots of ups and downs. Um, slept in a Walmart parking lot. Uh, had a lot of fun with that. How have you been? Dude, I, I had a pretty good... A pretty good run and then today is just like taking it fucking out of me i'm just exhausted yeah. i was also uh a run like a physical run or emotional yeah. okay i i ran for like i don't know a, an eighth of a mile and i was feeling great and then yeah. i just got really winded i just laid down took a little nap on the sidewalk and i just didn't sleep great my back kind of hurts what are you sleeping uh, on what kind of uh mattress well let's, i slept let's... on the sidewalk Let's, oh, okay, I was ready to uh, to mudsling at a mattress company for a sec. No, uh, I don't actually know what brand my mattress is. Uh, Do you know I what mean, brand yours is? Uh, no, well, no. I think it might be Serta, but I think it, I actually don't think that's true. I know that the top is memory foam. My girlfriend's mattress is fantastic. It's memory foam and... It's very comfortable to sleep on. It kind of just forms to your body. Um, I think she got like a Lisa or something. It was the one that was like mm. uh, shipped to you in a box the size of a mini fridge. Um, we're not endorsed by Lisa. We're the only podcast that's not endorsed by Lisa. Um, uh, mattress every other and podcast. sock and underwear companies, please. Please, me undies and Lisa, get I off. know that we just took a month off and... Uh... <laughs> But we're, <laughs> we're back and better than ever. We're like movie yes. pass. We're back and better than ever. Yes. Hey, Darren, can I just say uh, your beard is looking fuller than ever, and it's looking good. Thanks. I got older. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Darren has, has aged. I, I guess I should have led with this. Darren looks, I don't know, 15 years older than the last time we recorded an episode. Yeah, I started. So, uh, I started doing mescaline, and it. Uh, mm. They don't tell you on the packaging for mescaline that it um, causes wrinkles and face droop. Um, but I've learned that the hard way, as I do with many other things in in the world. And um, in world. And, <laughs> and uh, I'm just trying my best, y'all. Can I tell you about my day? Can I tell you why it's been such a such a, a, a dramatic one for me? Yeah, and then I'm going to get into a conspiracy theory about mattresses. Just to, oh. ke- just to keep that hook in there. Oh, do you want to do the mattress thing first? Because it's like relevant to what we're saying. I so, kind of do. I, I, I want to say sort of relevant. Yeah, we've kind of moved past. I was trying to fit it <laughs> in there, but we were moving so quick. I just couldn't even get it, in, get it out. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I derailed this by complimenting your beard. 
It's okay, Jake. Uh, I take back the compliment. We can talk about mattresses. Okay, again. thank you. We'll edit it out. We'll edit the compliment <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's a theory that Mattress Firm is a cover-up for um, illicit drug companies. Or, like, not companies. There's not really... It's a cover-up for the drug cartel. Because think about uh-huh. it. There's always a mattress firm. Like, there's mattress firms across the street from each other, and nobody's ever in them. Um, Where the fuck is there a mattress <clears throat> firm across the street from each other? You don't notice them because there's so fucking many, Jake. Just just look around. There's uh, one right this there. Is, you're talking you about look- Sleepergate, right? Uh, Something like that, yeah. I actually, I'm not on board with this 100%. I just want to bring it up. that It's an interesting uh, little conspiracy theory behind mattresses. I'm sure that uh, most major companies have shady shit going on (laughs) yeah i mean how it's america how many honest companies do you think there are really if we're there's only one honest there's only two honest people and they run snickles and they'll tell you what's what we're gonna try and get big though so that's gonna be when we're not anymore on we're not gonna be honest anymore but we'll let you know when we stop being honest also, I spilled uh, some bleach on the bottom of my jeans, and it looks like there's just cum on my jeans. Because it, it gross. Yeah, it made little. It made little three white little white drops. And you, uh, do you come in threes? I've noticed that some people come in threes and some people come in fours. Bad things come in threes. Jake. <laughs> That's why I nicknamed my dick "bad things." Yeah. So Jake does come in threes. Um, yeah. Are you yeah. a three or a four? Uh, I'm a sixer. Whoa. I'm like a, yeah, a I'm double like a three. Heineken. I'm like a pack a of Heinekens. Um, That's why when I'm trying to get a girl ready to go, I call it three play. Yeah. Four play. I always call it six play because uh, I got a six shooter down there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a wild west. Uh, I heard that you and my brother played Russian roulette. Uh <laughs> uh yeah that's just a callback to you being a brother lover uh yeah if we don't want to talk about this i understand (laughs) no i'm i'm comfortable with it uh you love my brother and he loves you so it's just uh anyway darren my day uh i'm actually gonna start with last night i didn't sleep well and i don't know if that's because like sometimes i'll just get really anxious if i have to fly somewhere Really, anytime I have to do something like early in the morning, I get anxious. So I don't know if it was that or because I ordered two milkshakes at dinner. Uh, you ever, you ever, at, where like did a, you go where you ordered two milkshakes? You found that uh, like that you thought that was like the the move was ordering two milkshakes. <laughs> I went to uh, we we went to cookout. Uh, I don't know what just, that is. It's just like a fast food place. <clears throat> uh, you've never been at a, a fast food place, and you're like, you know. Cause they have like a they have like forty shakes I think, and you've never just been like ah oh, I kind of want two of these, so I was just like fuck it it's my last day of vacation before I have to go back home back to the grind back to the Snickles doldrums, I'm yeah. gonna just get myself uh, two shakes. Two sh- I'll be back in two shakes. Yeah. Really, what that means, what that expression means, is the amount of time that it takes Jake to drink two shakes. Yeah, they call me a uh, two shakes popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, I didn't sleep well. Uh, get up this morning, go to the airport. They're in plenty of time. 
and I'm just uh, my flight was supposed to board at like ten fifteen, and it's like ten o five, and I'm like, hey, this plane should probably be here, right? Did you say that to the person at the desk? Did you yeah, say, hey, I was like, this, <laughs> hey, this plane should probably be here, right? I was like, this isn't one of those uh, Wonder Woman Invisible planes, right? Like, they should probably be here if we're gonna get on in time, right? And what did the lady at the desk say? She said, "Do I look like I care what you think?" Wow. I was like, I was like, yeah, kind of. You're working at like the help desk at a air airport. That's the. And she fl- said, "Wow, you would say that. That's the you last would think time. that. <laughs> That's the last time you fly Spirit." <laughs> yeah, dude. God. Uh, so on the real though, fuck Spirit. I am. Uh, I am endorsing the fuckage of Spirit. Yeah, uh, Darren and I. This is not super related, but Darren and I once flew flew on a flight together where we didn't sit next to each other or talk to each other at all the whole time. When oh, we went that's to true. Houston. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we had different <laughs> seats. That was a frontier flight. Yes. Uh, yeah. That uh, was just, interesting. We weren't friends back then. No, we came out, <laughs> and then well, we're still really not, but like we try. I mean, we came out. Um, like we came out to Houston to visit a mutual friend, Ryan Pierce, and friend uh, of the show. Friend of the show. He's been on one episode, and uh, <clears throat> it didn't. It was a trip that didn't end up very well. Um, Where did you, <laughs> you come back from, by the way, last night? Uh, today. Today. I was in South Carolina. Why? Uh, just hanging out. Uh, just oh, you don't have like the family sun. there. You just you just hanging out. You just went there alone to hang out. Yeah, no, I went with my my GF. Oh, okay. Uh, we stayed at a fish? resort for a week. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, Darren, let me continue with the story. So my flight's like delayed thirty minutes, and I have a layover that's like pretty short already. So we land, and I'm in the Newark airport. In New Jersey. Uh, if you don't know where New York is, it's in New Jersey. Yeah. Everybody. And so I'm like trying to follow these signs, but like, you know how typically, because we got a, our, our terminal was 107 and I had to get to, or our gate was 107 and I had to get to 119. You might think that it'd go like 108, 109, 110. Not the case. There was like 70s in the middle and I was like, just like trying to get there. And I get there right as they announce that, like, boarding group five, which is the last one, is boarding. There's, like, five people in line at this point. So I, like, go up, and they're like, okay, we're going to have to check every bag from here. So I just had my bag and a, uh, a carry-on. So they check my bag. The flight is fine. It's, like, it's like a 45-minute flight. It's super quick. They're like, yeah, there's been some storms in Boston, so we're just going to try to get in there before that happens uh i get into boston go down to the baggage claim and they're like okay there's a thunderstorm so we can't go out on the tarmac to get the bags uh we'll keep you updated and you could hear like we were underground you could hear the thunder like it was pretty crazy damn but uh so i end up sitting there for like an hour and 45 minutes uh, there's a point like an hour in where like the lights flash and like eight bags come off and we're like, oh, hell yeah. And this one family, it's like one family, all their bags and they grab them all. And then the guy is like, 
the airport, the airline still hasn't cleared us. Uh, that was a false alarm. Huh. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Get my shit off first, then. So Holy I sat shit. there, <laughs> sat there for like an hour forty-five. Finally got my bag, and uh, I like get a lift home. Oh, this was crazy because uh, the way that the airport is, it's like it's all surrounded by water, so you have to go underground to get into Boston, basically. And so we're going through a tunnel, and the guy's got the radio on, and it's just static, and he doesn't turn the radio down. He's just playing like the static at full volume the whole length of the tunnel. Which is insane to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, no, he's uh, so, like he's into experimental music. He's into noise rock. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I get home, run over to Qdoba, just uh, throw some food in my face, and now I'm here recording the show. So uh, I don't know. I probably got like three and a half hours of sleep. Uh, I thought I'd be fine, but uh, I- I'm definitely losing it as we're going. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Darren, oh, also, I was attacked by a wild animal in South Carolina. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, How I was wild stung was by it? a jellyfish. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, yeah. That's a, wow, that's hefty. Uh, yeah, did you uh, get peed on? No, it was basically fine. I was, like, out in the ocean, and, like, I didn't really feel the sting. And then all of a sudden, I was, like, because <clears throat> I, I knew it was jellyfish season, and I'd heard that there'd been some around. Then all of a sudden, like, my whole butt was just numb and, like, tingling. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm like, I'm kind of freaking out because I don't know what a jellyfish sting. Like, I don't know how it, the pro, the progression of it. And I don't know if I'm allergic or anything. So I, like, go to the beach and I'm looking at it, trying to look, because it's, like, right, right above my left butt cheek. Uh, and I'm trying to look at it. And it looks like it's been stung, but I don't really know. So I just kind of sit there for a little bit and I felt fine. Went back out a couple days later, got stung some more, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> I've heard I my sister got stung uh, in Florida, and <clears throat> she said it was the same thing. She thought it was a bag. She thought it was a plastic bag, so she stuck <laughs> her hand in it, and then the like tendrils wrapped around her hand, and, <laughs> uh, and then her whole arm was like covered in spots, and. Uh, um she said that yeah like while she was in the water it didn't hurt that bad and then as soon as she got out it was like a rush of like pain a rush of like just sting stingy stingy sting um yeah luckily these were they had these were just like really small jellyfish around there but i was still like not into it (laughs) i had my own uh run-in with wildlife as well uh, I stayed at Yosemite. I camped at Yosemite in the backcountry. Beautiful place. However, we were staying just outside of Yosemite, like I said, in the backcountry where it's like free to camp. So you find your own camp spot. So me and my girlfriend roll up. We walk into the campsite and we see all this toilet paper on the ground. And some of it has poop in it. And we're like, Jesus Christ, these people are disgusting. They need to, like, that's not how you... That's not how you dispose of toilet paper when you're camping. You're supposed to bury the shit, throw away the toilet paper. That's what you're supposed to do with, and you're supposed to pack it out, you know? Um, so we see all this and we're like, God, this is, this is terrible. And some of it was like shredded up. There's like shredded up toilet paper on the ground. 
um, we're like, God. So we like start picking some of it up and uh, I have a little shovel. I'm like shoveling this up. And then we're like, damn, this, well, we love this place though. This is amazing. So we go to sleep. It's like probably two, no, probably like midnight at this point. And we start to hear the growl, the loud growl, like a roar of something in the distance. A squirrel? And all of these birds are coming towards us. Like we start hearing these birds chirp and the birds get louder and louder and louder and louder. We hear the roars. The roars get closer and closer. And then we hear one pretty loud one. Me and my girlfriend are wide awake at this point, And we hear we begin hearing footsteps, which sounded like they were like 15 feet behind us at our campsite. Uh, so we both look at each other and we're like, holy shit, what do we do? This is something that's probably dangerous, like a bear or a mountain lion or something. We think it was a bear, but we're not totally sure. We didn't get a look at it. Um, we were like, normally I would say we were like good, but we had the, we had this, we had the dog with us, a little hanky poo. Mm. And that's the, that causes an issue. If that dog, if a little hanky was to wake up and start growling or barking, that could be a problem. That could get us into a run-in with a bear. I mean, black bears typically don't want to hurt people. They're typically pretty scared. Um, but it's actually <clears throat> white bears who are more violent. But that's not what the media would want you to believe. <laughs> uh, that's actually true. White bears are the most violent bears. Polar bears, you're you're fucked if you see a polar bear, basically. Especially um, because what the fuck is a polar bear doing there? That's you're on that lost shit. Well, hang on a sec. They've actually seen polar bears wash up on the coast of like uh, Oregon, I think, or no, Washington. They've seen polar bears uh, wash up on that coast, and like, how well, close is that to ones. Yosemite? Uh, not very close. But I'm not worried. I w- You're on that I, lost shit. I never said it was. I was worried it was a polar bear. I said I was worried it was a I black said bear. if you see a polar bear, you're on that lost shit. Anyway, we got in our car same thing, and same we thing if you see slept a smoke in the car monster. for the rest of the night after driving out. And we fucking didn't like we left all of our shit there. We had bear safe containers, which we put like 100 feet away from the campsite. And then we left the tent there, got Hank and then just got in the car and then slept in the car. For the night and then came back in the morning um pretty terrifying experience uh, had your shit been fucked with what's that had your shit been fucked with no not that we know of it wasn't it was fine i mean we think the bear left before we did but we just didn't want to like take any chances we think it was a bear we were once again not even sure what it was that's but true i think it was a bear uh yeah I, uh, interesting I, stuff I saw I saw a couple other interesting wild. I saw a fucking possum like five feet from me. Uh, those shits are fucking ugly. Like <laughs> no one tells you how ugly those things are. Uh, yeah, possums are bad. I saw some dolphins. Uh, we went kayaking. Saw some dolphins. Those shits are ugly. Nobody uh, tells saw, you how saw ugly Saw a couple they turtles are. and some alligators. Wow. Yeah. All in. Uh, all in the Carolinas. Yes. 
I uh, I, I actually posted a pretty <laughs> funny uh, Instagram story about the alligator. Uh, Darren didn't look at it. I can tell from his face. I, I his... have a bad memory. I played football in high school and before, and I got hit in the head a lot. I don't have a very good memory. I, I took a picture of the alligator, and I wrote, see you later, above it. Uh, uh, I think I do remember that, actually. Oh. Uh, like, the, like the phrase. Darren, should we review some stuff? Yeah. Have you seen... What have you seen? <laughs> uh, okay, I've seen um, <clears throat> Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh yeah! I've seen Midsummer. Um, and that's all I can recall at the moment. I know I've seen more than that, but those are the two that the two big ones I can recall. I forgot about those. Or I forgot about uh, Spider Man. I do want to talk about Midsummer, and then there was one other that I thought maybe you would have seen. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, gonna see going back to Colorado. Told my friends I'm gonna wait to see it with them. Cool. Yeah, don't see it in Hollywood. Go see it in Colorado. Exactly. I had the <laughs> opportunity to see it in Long Beach. However, oh. I had already had a full day and I was just exhausted and I flaked out on my friends on that one on that <laughs> night. Uh, do you want to talk about MS or SM first? Uh, it it don't matter. Well, I, I can assume that uh, Midsummer is going to be the longer conversation. Um, I uh, I actually was thinking I was thinking this is basically right around our one year anniversary. Our first episode was our hereditary episode. I know that's why so I'm it's, saying that. It's fitting. Uh, so let's yeah let's talk about um, Spider Man Far From Home. Thoughts, uh, Darren? It was a good movie. Uh, Little thinky thoughts. I mean, once again, a good Marvel movie, a solid, solid superhero movie. Uh, it was a little bit darker than um, the first one, I think. Uh, but it still kept a very light tone. It made some changes. Apparently, it was much darker, but it was also light. Kevin Feige has said that that's the true ending of Marvel Phase 3. That's not Endgame. It's that. That's what they said before it came out. And that seems insane to me. Yeah. It seems, um, like, actually insane. <laughs> it seems like a better jumping off point than it does a landing zone to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't understand why they said Because, I mean, it is wrapping up a couple things that happen in Endgame. Uh, but it's, like... It's doing way more to, like, set up the future. Exactly. That's That was my thought. Um I mean, I liked it was it was funny once again. I don't think it was as funny as Homecoming, but um, <clears throat> it was funny once again. Had some good stuff, and it tested uh, Peter Parker's character more. Yeah, um, I liked Mysterio. Uh, it was funny because like, do do like these do younger people know about the comics and stuff? Because I feel Probably like Mysterio not. is like a pretty prominent villain that just hasn't really been in movies that much like in the comics yeah he's very prominent uh he's like one of the biggest spider-man villains as far as i know um i'd say uh doc ock green goblin uh venom yeah venom 
Those are the, like the top three. But I feel like you know, like Vulture, like the Sinister Six. Mysterio is a part of the Sinister Six, as far as yeah. I know. Uh, and yeah, like when spoilers, by the way, for Spider-Man: Far From Home, from here on out, log out if you don't want to hear them. Uh, or just, yeah, just log out of your Apple account. <laughs> Just sign out of your Apple account really quick. Um, yeah, uh, fucking people were people in the theater were like audibly confused when the reveal was made that Mysterio was not the good guy. Um, I have read some uh, Spider-Man comics and. But I didn't really like remember Mysterio very well. I I'm I've read more DC comics and uh like the Spider stuff, the Spider-Man stuff I've read is more like the crossover shit. So I haven't read like a ton of it. But I thought it was like fairly obvious like oh this guy's going to be the bad guy. Yeah. Cuz like interesting you say that cuz I mean they did, I thought Jake Gyllenhaal did a really good job they wrote it so well that he it was like I, a really good job of like being convincing for i agree yeah. i think that that he was uh i'll get into this more in a second but i think he was one of my favorite like superhero uh, superhero movie like villains i think he just did such a great job and i think it was a good character but it was just like okay so they've defeated like the this huge monster Jake Gyllenhaal has the power. Like, clearly he's going to be the bad guy. Like, it it doesn't make sense that something else is going to show up, like, all of a sudden. Just oh. From, like, from like a storytelling point of view, it was like, okay, I, he's going to be the bad guy. I didn't even think of that. I would have... I, I don't think a lot of people would have thought of that. I, I didn't think of that. Like, because like, I think they would be raising the stakes constantly if it was... I mean... Well, I was right, so fuck you. <laughs> I feel like, well, I mean, I knew, I knew from the get go that Mysterio was the bad guy. But, no, I know. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I mean, it's it would be. Uh, I feel like a lot of people would think they would keep constantly raising the stakes, especially right after a huge one like Endgame, and make like a bigger villain, you know. But I'm saying, like in the movie, they've just like they've defeated. He's like, yeah, they're these elemental things. They destroyed my world. Yeah. They're like these huge bad guys. It just, like all of a sudden we're going to get an even bigger villain that like we haven't seen before. It just wouldn't really work. Yeah. But like I I'm not mad that I knew cuz I was totally on board cuz like I said Jake Gyllenhaal he I mean Thanos is one of those villains who like so firmly believes what he thinks, but I feel like <clears throat> Jake Gyllenhaal does a way more human job of that, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he is a uh, human. I mean... Yeah. Let's call a spade a spade here. <laughs> He's playing but, a like, human in the movie. I I like that they're all, like, these cast-offs who have been, like, misused or, like, mistreated by Tony I know. Stark. I think it's great that they brought all of them back <laughs> for yeah. that movie. <laughs> I just I I really liked I really liked him as a villain and I mean that fucking the ending this is I can't remember a time where there's been like a mid credit sequence that I like hooked me that much yeah because I was like oh fuck what's gonna happen next yeah uh so 
And I thought, oh, no, I wait, thought this is the end of a phase. I, yeah, I thought for <laughs> sure they were, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. That's the <laughs> jumping off point. But I thought for sure they were going to, after they said his name has been revealed, I thought for sure they were going to like cut it before, and it was going to be like a cheap little gimmick, but yeah. they fucking went through with it, and they, yeah, <laughs> they, they said really... his name and everything. Mm-hmm. And they brought uh, J.K. Simmons back. Yes. Which is amazing. Great cameo. Yeah. I, I I was I was actually, I forgot, I was really excited about that when I saw it, and I was texting you, but I didn't know if you'd seen it yet, and I didn't want to ruin it. Yeah. And I don't really like talking to you. I know. Um, uh, what are your overall thoughts on the movie? I liked it once again. I thought it was a really good uh, superhero movie. I had a lot of fun. I, w- I would watch it again. Uh, it got into like the personal life of Peter Parker even more than the first one. Well, it just ke- kept, it keeps diving deeper and it like expands on the story. So I don't know. I'd probably give it an eight. Eight out of ten. Uh, what what would you give? Uh, Homecoming. I don't. I'd know probably give Homecoming, and I gave. I think I would give Homecoming an eight, maybe an eight point five out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I think that they're pretty evenly matched in my book. I think so too. Uh, I think, like you said, I think Homecoming is funnier, but I think like Vulture, like is not that good of a villain like but that twist though like that had me like i did not see that that one coming at all in home that was that was pretty pretty good yeah pretty cool i love Uh, that but other than that i feel like the story was weaker and god like all those fucking drones just fly that shit was so cool Yeah, they did a really good job. I mean, like, it's Marvel. They're the biggest movie company in the world now. They can do whatever, literally whatever you yeah. ask for, they can do it. Like, they can Except probably make Except for a good effects. movie. I hate Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> they can probably make effects beyond our comprehension <laughs> at this point and just put them in the movie just for shits and gigs. What do you give it, Jake? Darren played a lot of football, so most things are beyond his comprehension. <laughs> I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't understand any of that movie. I think I'd give it an eight, maybe eight and a quarter out of ten. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, eight and a half seems a little high. Eight seems a little low. We'll yeah. just call it an even eight point two five. Nice. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'll almost certainly watch it again. Uh, and it, I, it's crazy that they're not saying it's the start of the new phase. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh. uh that was my that was my pre endgame prediction. If you'll recall, was that this wasn't a prequel to because that's what people were saying was that it came before Endgame, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. And also that it'd be the first one of the Phase Four or whatever. They also lied about everything. They literally told people straight up, it is not going to be called Avengers Endgame, and then it was called Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And they said also uh, the last two Avengers movies aren't going to be a part one and two. And they all they did was take the part one and part two off of like they could uh, <laughs> they could literally be part one and part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. They they retcon a lot of stuff over there. Anyway, good. I'm glad we talked about that. Yeah. Uh, midsummer. Uh, so I. The, the new movie from the director who, in many ways, started this podcast. That's true. Uh, Darren 
Darren had a lot to say about Hereditary. I had just seen it, and we decided to get together in my parents' basement. I have a we lot. We recorded an episode. Yeah. Uh, and w- then we decided to make our own show. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of background there. I have a lot of connection to this movie because I'm told that I look like the main character of it. The main actress. I look like the main actress. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the main actor is also the main actor of the movie Kin. Um which I, if you remember... Wait, are you saying that the guy is the main character? Uh, he's one of two. I mean, obviously it's the actress. The actress is the main character. But okay. the boyfriend is, like, the second main character. The second lead, we might call it. He's the, the second lead, exactly. He's the lead man. She's the lead woman. <laughs> but uh, is he the lead man? I would say so. Mm, he is the biggest... Ways, maybe he not, has the though. second biggest part in the movie, I think. Uh, I saw some pretty big parts in that movie. If you're looking close enough. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, sorry, continue. Oh, you lo- you loved him in Kin, is what you're saying? Uh, I mean, he was okay in Kin. Just the movie. It was unfortunate that the movie was so bad. Um, uh, they tried really hard on that movie, though. So they, I hope they give it another shot and make just a better like sci-fi movie. Anyway, uh, yeah, let's talk midsummer did first things well no we can talk about that later um you're saying if you look close enough there was a bigger character let's let's get into that what do you elaborate on that uh well actually i don't know if that's true i don't remember seeing any dong but uh Mm. that's that's the there was was definitely dong the 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 lead character the lead actor Definitely hung dong for like a couple minute, a couple seconds on screen. Okay, like a good, like now. like a good, like thirty seconds. Uh, Darren, maybe I'll just ask you this question: Did you like this movie? Uh, <laughs> I'm very on the fence. Okay, you know what? I said let's talk about it later, but uh, <laughs> um, I am on the fence about this movie. I did not like it as much as Midsummer, but I do appreciate uh, Hereditary. Or Hereditary, I mean. I did not like it as much as Hereditary. However, I really appreciate the fact I, I do appreciate the factor that Ari Aster constantly finds horror in like real life situations rather than like they're like there's a ghost. Oh no, there's there's a ghost and he's terrorizing my kids. Uh my kids possess now. Ah, it's more like hereditary felt more real even though it was like literally demons it still yeah. felt like there was a real uh actual relationship there with each I of the characters don't think this was a horror movie okay interesting and why 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 is that like what was scary about it there's I, there's one shot that really stood out as Which is when she's, she's, she's tripping, tripping and she's and she in that bathroom. In the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, But that's okay. But that's just your conventional perception of horror movies. I think if you look at the situations on the whole, they're pretty terrifying. Yeah, but it could have been done way better. So you didn't like the movie. what I would contend. You didn't... I didn't like this movie. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm on the fence about it. I mean, like... <sighs> There's like, like the beginning where um, there's things to look into about this movie that I really appreciate, which gives it like rewatchability. But like, 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't that scary. It was just kind of unsettling. I mean, it was very unsettling, I would say. I mean, can you agree about that, that it was yeah, unsettling? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Can I tell you what I think the movie should have been? What? I think that whole like the first like half an hour before you plus, go on this is a this is a this ends up being a grave mistake for a lot of film reviewers <laughs> is giving their opinion of what the movie should have been uh i think that that whole like first half an hour is pretty fucking whack like i don't think it does anything for the movie i don't think it comes back in any meaningful way i think i think it does i'll explain later but go on I think if we start with this girl, like, just getting off the plane, and maybe, like, she doesn't even, like, know how she got there, and she's just with her friends, and they're like, yeah, take these mushrooms, and, like, we're just totally unsettled, and we don't, like, really know what's going on, I think it's gonna, like, it's gonna be a lot stronger, all the stuff that happens in Sweden, all the weird shit that happens, we'll be, like, right in the character's shoes, Whereas, like, all this grounded shit at the beginning where we're, like, trying to feel bad for her and maybe hate her boyfriend. But, like, I don't even know what we're supposed to feel for him because, like, he handles I don't really... It, he handles it, like, not the best. I think it's supposed to establish that, like, he's handling it not the best, but he's doing what a lot of people probably would do because he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, like, I... Th- I feel like they're trying to make him out to be a bad guy, but he's not be like, it's not bad to say that someone is too much of an emotional burden on you and you're not getting enough out of, like, if you're not getting enough out of a relationship, stop being in that relationship. That's like, yeah, you do need to say something that is, yeah, that is relationship health. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to maintain a healthy relationship. So, I, so I don't like hate him or anything. And I just feel like, like all that build up, it doesn't pay off in a meaningful way. I feel like there's stuff actively set up there that, like, doesn't make sense later on. So I feel like if we just, all of a sudden, we're off the plane. I can't remember what the girl's name is, but she's, like, confused and out of it. They're taking mushrooms. All this weird shit's happening. She sees that face when she's looking in the mirror. I feel like that'd be a lot stronger. And then, like, I would change other stuff later on. But I just feel like that buildup is so long. Um, I think a lot, uh, like going into the, uh, the boyfriend, how he handles the situation. This was, I feel like this whole script was written with a lot of anger and you can tell because, uh, Ari Aster wrote this script during the fallout of like, I guess a pretty bad breakup that he had. So looking at that, it kind of makes sense that he would write this movie because, there's so much like there's a lot of anger towards the main character's significant other. I think he kind of it's maybe he's blaming himself. Maybe he's um, putting blame on whoever broke up with him. Uh, but it seems that there's like a lot of self-reflection and a lot of like um, projection that goes on in this script here. Uh, but anyway, I did. And I actually did like the beginning um, because I think it, goes full circle to the end. I think it comes back into the meaning of the end, how she has literally lost her family. And, um, the fact that her boyfriend's friends are kind of jerks to her, um, kind of 
it makes it sets it up that they are not fit to be her new family, meaning that you expect them to either fight their way out of it and become her new family, like realize they're come across their differences and maybe fight their way out of this cult or what actually does happen in the end. Spoilers that uh, she does find her new family in this cult that is in Sweden uh, because she literally burns everybody else dies and she burns her fucking boyfriend to death. Um, I think but, that comes full circle. And, and I think when she's like smiling, it's just a form of like she's found a new family. Do I enjoy that ending? Did I think it was scary along the ride? Not necessarily, but I did think it was unsettling. Also, in the beginning, um, when in that shot where her parents are laying in the bed, there is a bouquet. There's like a, a reef of flowers sitting on the nightstand, which um, was really interesting to me. And I thought that was also really creepy, a really creepy part about the movie. That type of stuff, those little details that he puts into the movies are why I think they are just better realistic horror. But it's like this movie I... wasn't necessarily that scary. I feel like. Like there are, there is clearly so much detail put into this movie. Like I'm sure that Ari Aster could tell us about like every little drawing, every like every fucking page in all those books. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a fuck. Like make the fucking story good. Like I, f- I, 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 it's not that I don't give a fuck. Like I do love it when a movie goes that hard. But like you need a strong foundation to put all that detail on top of because. Mm-hmm. If I don't care about your movie, I'm not going to care what each little drawing means or care what each, like, yeah, every little gesture and action means. This one is especially a bad culprit because it's, like, it's in a language that barely anybody is going to look into or research or understand. Like, a lot of this language that they, is written and, like, the symbols, nobody knows what those mean. Like, you need to find some sort of surrogate for us to, like do our research in this movie so that we can figure out like what the dinner table symbol means or like what it said on the rock. And like, I didn't know any of that until I went to YouTube and I was was like, what the fuck does any of this shit mean? (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, there is meaning behind it, but it's like really hard to realize. And I guess one of the people are like, and if you look closely, one of the biggest, uh, it basically tells the story on this long shot of each of the drawings of the woman putting her period blood in his drink and putting her pubic hair in his pie. And I was like, that's not a look closely thing. That's spoon fed to you. You can see that, that there's a reason they go through that shot. They're not just fucking yeah. panning across something random. That's fucking <laughs> that's a sh- that's a shot for a reason. But that but I think. That's kind of valid in this movie because there are shots that I don't think are valid. Okay. I feel like there there are long shots. Like I like did it's a love cool the cinema. Shot. The, it was beautiful. The movie was beautifully shot. I think There's it's so beautifully shot, shots. but I think like a lot of those long shots, I don't I don't buy them because they're not like justified. Okay. Like there's a cool shot where it's like snowing, and I can't remember if it goes like it like zooms out and like it's coming through the window. Or the other way around. And like, yeah, that's a cool shot, but this doesn't like, come on, man, we're in a two and a half hour long movie. Like, I need, 
we can pick up the pace a little bit. <laughs> I thought that a lot too. <laughs> with the shots where like nothing happens and they're just long, I agree with you there. But I mean, the shots, I did appreciate the shots where you look to one side and two characters are talking. It pans across to see the rest of the community dancing or something, and they would be yeah. doing something specific, and then two pan to the other characters talking. I appreciated that. But that sort of thing, I I do appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> But the, uh, I do agree with you. Those other shots are a little bit too long. I feel like this movie is kind of like the the meeting of like a David Lynch movie and a Wes Anderson movie. You see what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a lot of stuff that I didn't really uh, understand. Um, there was stuff that was just gross, uh, and I didn't find like much of a point to like the butterfly thing and by butterfly yeah. i mean the lungs being stuck out of yes, outside of this guy's body that's exactly what i was thinking he wasn't dead though he was alive yeah, he, he was still breathing he was alive yeah uh like that's okay, horrifying cool, but, but what <laughs> what <laughs> um yeah i mean i i guess that is a viking torture technique and a lot of the language is what I think the the language that they're using is what Viking is the same language that Vikings wrote in. So I think that's why they put it in there. But at the same but time, but so what? <laughs> I know it. It was interesting to see, and it was just like a big reveal. It's like gross. <laughs> that's what I. That's like the thought that came through my head when I saw the lungs moving. I was like, oh, gross. That, like this is what I'm that sort of thing in a David Lynch movie I'd be like okay that makes like that belongs here because this is a David Lynch movie this sort of weird shit happens but this wasn't that like well you gotta give okay but I don't know if that's necessarily a valid argument because we've only seen two movies from Ari Aster so far and he's he's at the very beginning of his career so it's like he could establish himself as a David Lynch uh, like a David Lynch homage person or sure or but he like hasn't to this point like there's nothing else in that movie along those same like there's a few there's, there's nothing... a couple things i mean like the suicide that's part... that fucking that's that out there and unexplained and like just brief yeah well i mean the 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 deformation of the kid i didn't really understand that was kind of out there and unexplained it wasn't very brief but it was definitely unexplained i think did, okay, so you've like watched videos about this. Have they explained how it doesn't make? Because they say this happens every every ninety five years or something. Something like that, yeah. But it it doesn't. Like it just doesn't. That's not true. Um, it's based on a real festival that's not fucked up. It's based on a real thing that like actually happened like the weekend that the movie was released. Uh, but they they don't do any of that like cult shit it's just a dance they just dance and they eat and they eat food but do they they do they only dance every 95 years yeah it's it takes place every 95 years yeah okay but they had like 15 pictures of past may flower girls or whatever the fuck she's called so what is that that doesn't make any sense yeah everyone acts like they know exactly what's going on but none of this has happened in any of their life lifetimes before I know. The only explanation would be that it is in the future because there's no way they would have gotten those pictures fucking, <laughs> fucking 300 years ago. <laughs> so what? This is like a thousand years in the future? I don't know. Uh, and every, like, they, they're using MacBooks? <laughs> like, 
that's this is what I'm saying. There's so much attention to detail, but then something like that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily add up. Um, or uh, fucking what's his face? The guy from Bandersnatch. I don't remember his name. Yeah, the, Will? the like the dopey guy. Yeah. At the beginning, he's like, yeah, dude, we're just going to go to bang Swedish chicks. Yeah. And then when they're there and this girl's pursuing him, he's like, I don't want to. I'm scared. <laughs> like, well, what? Your whole purpose his, for coming. In his defense, like, I would be freaked out at that point, too. I would be very freaked out. Why? What has he seen that's scary? I mean, he got... Well, that was at the point where he got yelled at for peeing on the bush, right? No, that was after it because that that's the last time we see him is when he pees on the on the stump or the tree uh no i don't know um uh i think it was just the the idea the fact that like she was there was no pursuit from him it was all her onto him and it was like i don't know i wouldn't be into it either just because like it seemed too much like a setup to me it would seem i guess I don't know, like, but you're like a rational person. You're not going to go to Sweden and just say, yeah, we're going to bang Swedish chicks. Uh, yeah. yeah sorry, Darren, but I don't see you as that character. No, I wouldn't. I would. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would be the guy I look like. The guy who gets tricked into having impregnating a woman from a Swedish cult. Okay, and that's another, like, why do these movies always need to have, like, ten naked women just standing there? Like, wh- <laughs> that why was, is this necessary? When that scene was happening, like, as soon as, like, the more heightened it got, the more the audience, the more the theater kind of started laughing. And in their defense, I mean, some of that, some of that stuff is kind of, it was kind of goofy. Like, when they hopped behind him and started pushing his butt. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's funny. I mean, that's. That's like that's goofy. I don't know if it was trying to be goofy or not, but like people started laughing at that uh, in the theater. Um, I just feel like there's so many of these like art films that have to have a naked like naked women in it, and I just like I know they're consenting, but like, do we need this? I know. Like, I could just go home and Google like ten naked women. Well, I feel like it was done so well in Hereditary. It was like so like all those naked people. That was like really creepy. Yeah. Like hanging out in the darkness and just smiling. I thought that was really scary. But this time it was just they were standing in a circle, broad daylight. I think for here's the thing. I think for what it is, like being a horror movie set completely in sunlight almost. Like there's only like two or three scenes in the dark. Like it's pretty good. Pretty. It's good for what it is. Like it's unsettling. But at the same time, is it scary? You know? It's a horror movie that's not necessarily scary. But, okay. First of all, he chose to set it all in sunlight. Second of all, I would argue that, like, a movie that has that much light can't be scary. Uh, <clears throat> we, we kind of had this argument when, it, when we watched It. I just don't feel like a movie that has that much light, like, I, I don't think it can work the same. And yeah. third of all, like, that's fine if he's just going to make, like, an unsettling sort of suspenseful movie but don't advertise it as a fucking horror movie yeah like, we, i don't know what you would if that's not a horror i don't know what you would advertise it as though it's just like art house shit <laughs> i guess so yeah it is an art house movie just say it's art house shit and everyone will know what you mean and i don't know i mean wh- i don't know 
But I think like there were some dark scenes, like when that friend is like sneaking in to try to take pictures. Yeah, that could have been so much better. That could have been a scary moment. But then it was all of a sudden, like creepy as soon as the guy jumped in with wearing the other guy's face. That was yeah, but that was scary. what like a fifteen seconds until that scene was over. Yeah, I know. Like we have all these like like multiple minute shots, and then when it's actually creepy, it's like so short. Yeah, and I like uh, I don't know. I wanted to like this movie. I really did. But it just falls short in like a lot of ways for me. What are you giving it? <clears throat> I think I'm going to have to go like a f- 4 out of 10. Wow. Um, Ari, I, I know you can do better. My man. I'm going to uh, give this... Go on to your message with I, to Ari. I was just... I wonder if this is a case of like too much creative control you know yeah uh another movie that we can talk about in the future uh might have the same problem i don't want to spoil anything for anyone but uh (laughs) um like i just feel like when you write and direct and like produce your own stuff i feel like it i get like it's hard to take a step back and be like let's look at this and like see how it really works so uh, I feel like he does need someone like that, and this isn't how he started the sentence. But Ari, hit me up, dog. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll always be there to shoot down your ideas and tell you. I'll, I'll always be honest with you. Jake is saying he didn't like your movie, but he wants to work together. I didn't like Midsummer, but I liked Hereditary. I started mm-hmm. a fucking podcast because I liked Hereditary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it was really good. Um. I'll give it. I'm gonna give Midsummer a six, six point two five out of ten. You did it at the beginning, because I feel yeah. like it's not quite a six point five. It's not quite a six. It's a six point two five. Yeah. So just give me. it an even six point two five. Because it was enjoyable to look at. It was still unsettling in many points. Uh, there's stuff to look farther into. However, it's a horror movie that didn't. That wasn't really scary. And that shit's like two and a half hours long. And the character journey, like the character's journey was good, but every character arc kind of just ended with like, oh, they died. Yeah. Yeah. Like the main character, I think the main character's arc was good. I think the whole aspect of like, she found her new family. She lost her old family. She can't, she's lost. She finds her new family is good. But everybody else was just like, yeah, they fucking died. Uh, Yeah. Sorry, they died. Okay, but can I can I ask you, Darren, like, if we go with what I said, we just start with her in Sweden, and we just have flashes of, like, her family with the exhaust, like, to break up all that light and all the, like, everything in Sweden, like, just her remembering it, that would work better, right? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's not the movie that was made. Maybe you should make an edit. I'll fan edit that shit. Maybe dude. you should toe for grace that shit and fan edit. That. <laughs> uh, that's probably all we have time to review for movies. But uh, yeah. it's been good to get back in the saddle. Back on the sack and saddle, dude. Uh, do we have a saying that we sign off with the show? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> it's either Doctor Strange or someone new. Uh, we can come up with a new one, right? Yeah, uh, you want to take a shot for once, Darren? Well, I don't have the voice changer, though. Uh, I don't either. I I get David Lynch to do that every time. And is he not home? 
Uh, I had like some, actually, this is true. I had some work done on my ceiling and there were some fumes and uh, David's just taking a little nap. Okay. Well, before, before we do that, I, I will think of something, but give me some time before we do that. What are your closing thoughts? Uh, don't get stung by jellyfish. It's not the worst, especially if they're little ones, but it's fucking annoying and it'll make your butt numb. Uh, I wish I didn't have to sit at an airport for two hours waiting for my bag. That was a big bummer. Uh, other than that, brush your teeth. Nice. Um, I'm just going to say when you go camping and you take a shit, it happens. You know, I'm not going to blame you for taking a shit in the woods. Bears do it all the time. But humans got to use toilet paper. Huh? The Pope does it? The Pope does it. He takes a shit in the woods. But we're humans when we use toilet paper. Guess what? Toilet paper does not dissolve into the ground unless it's biodegradable. But that shit still takes like 20 years. So if you're going to take shit in the woods, pack it out. Like get a separate bag for your shit, for your shat on toilet paper. Put it in there. It might stink. Just find the nearest trash can you can. Might be miles away, depending on where you're camping. Might not be. Might be right on the campground. Just throw out, throw away your toilet paper. I'm not asking you to throw out your shit. You can bury that. Just throw your throw your toilet paper away. Uh, also, use bear safe containers when you're camping in bear country. Um, anyway, um, so that's all we have to say. Uh, here's the saying that I'm gonna go with for this episode: uh, We're all gonna die one day, so let's have fun. Later. Bye.